Hi, my name is Michelle Johns and I'm your host. In this series, I'm sharing seven lessons I learned from working in the corporate world as a woman. This is episode three where I share how feedback is overrated. Do you cringe when you hear, can I give you some feedback? I'm not sure exactly when it started happening to me, but I would tense up whenever I heard that being said to me. There was a point in my career where I became less, less appreciative of critical feedback. I had been in organisations where annual reviews were based around improvement areas or areas for development and they tended to be focused on the things that you're not so good at and trying to help you fill the gaps. At this time in organisations, there was no real discussion around what your strengths are and no real recognition that if you focus on strengths and playing in that area or leveraging your strengths, you could balance out your weaknesses and that that's better, a better use of time in those conversations. It certainly was an era of focusing on weaknesses and fixing them and not much about what we know today that spending more time in the areas of strength is way more productive. So I think at this point in my career in the corporate world, this approach was wearing thin for me. I had already gotten my own head around the positive psychology concept of strength-based conversations and I had decided mindfully that I was going to be the person who was providing feedback to the people around me um, that's positive, as there were plenty of people happy to provide the constructive feedback. So I was on a mission to balance that out. So that's just a bit of background as to where I was at when I was tired of the can I give you some feedback question. Now, let's face it, that was never really a question anyway, but a statement saying I'm about to give you some constructive feedback. Maybe management book told me I need to do this. As you know, some of the key moments of awareness in your life come through hearing new perspectives from others about yourself, both about your strengths and your areas that you can improve. But in saying this, what feedback do we take on? And what feedback can we just let go? So to make this call, I have a few tips and some stories to help you out. Firstly, I urge you to consider why someone is giving you feedback. Is it about you or is it about them? So when receiving feedback from someone, I want to understand the why behind it. Are they doing it to help me be the best person that I can be? Do they care about me and my future? Or is it about them or some other reason or agenda? I will share a couple of my experiences with you. I once applied for an internal opportunity in my workplace. I did so much preparation for it. I not only provided my CV, I also provided a 90 day plan of what I would do when I got the job. I had developed a relationship with the hiring manager. I got to know him and what he was about to see if I wanted to work in his team and he got to know me too. I let him know I was applying and I got support from my existing manager and so on. In the end, I didn't get the role and the hiring manager, he was new to the organisation and ended up hiring someone externally, which I think he already knew from the past. 
Now that happens a lot and it's something I, I may not have known at the time. But when I met with the hiring manager after the process to hear the outcome, I asked for feedback on my job campaign. The feedback I received was about how executive presence was needed to progress into senior roles. Nothing about my application or what was required in that role was discussed. Now, this feedback I took with me and ruminated over it. How progressing in organisations is all about having presence and I don't have any and I've no idea how to get it. Um, I went to, I'm never getting a senior role as I don't have presence. I really should have let that go. Because I found out later on that actually this manager was asked to develop his executive presence as he was reporting to a general manager and it was something he was working on. It wasn't even about me. It was about him. Hey, he could have said the reason I didn't get the job was more about the person that he ended up hiring and what they had to offer. The missed opportunity here for my development was that he didn't put any effort into giving me something to take from the process. Or if, if someone's going to throw around the term executive presence, that you provide the person with something about how to, how to get it or how to work on it and not an elusive thing that you, you can't achieve yourself. Perhaps he thought he was doing the right thing to set me up for the future, but it certainly didn't help me at the time. And in fact, it created anxiety around would I ever get a senior role? Another question you want to ask yourself is, do I trust the person who is providing me with this feedback? I once received feedback from a manager that I was difficult to deal with. This was from a manager that asked me not to talk to his boss because he was insecure about people having conversations outside of the organizational hierarchy, which is ridiculous as we're all human beings. Anyway, there were lots of things I didn't trust about this manager. Yet, I let him take space up in my head and affect my confidence. He would not provide examples of this difficult uh, behavior. Um, and I realized it was likely because I challenged him in meetings and I also challenged um, another person that he brought into the organization in meetings. But I let that feedback eat at me. I let it create doubt about myself and it had an impact on how I showed up each day at work. I didn't respect or trust this leader. In fact, my values were very misaligned with him. I looked back after and wondered why I wasted my thoughts, energy, and my own sense of self-worth on his opinion. <laughs> so my message to you is, sometimes you just need to let it go. If the person who provides the feedback is is uh, not someone you respect or trust, let their feedback go. Physically pick it up and put it in the bin if you need to. It may sound silly, but you could write it down, screw that piece of paper up, throw it in the bin and never think about it again. It is not worth the space it's taking up. So in contrast to these examples, there are sometimes offerings of feedback that are worth taking on. Those times for me are when I receive feedback from people I trusted and respected. Some of the feedback from these moments have been powerful for my own development. 
So although this podcast episode is about how feedback can be overrated, sometimes it can be underrated. The best feedback I ever got was actually about feedback. It was early in my career and my leader gave me feedback about how I became defensive when receiving feedback. I realized now that it was because I had always thought it was only a good thing to get positive feedback. That I should know what I'm doing in my job and I should show up perfectly so there's no need for any constructive feedback. I felt I needed to explain myself when I was provided feedback. Of course, this sounded more like excuses and defensiveness, but the person providing the feedback had an intent to help me and support me with my personal growth. They cared about me. They wanted me to improve, get better at my job, or be ready for the next job. So this feedback was quite pivotal for me as it enabled me to learn to listen, say thank you, and decide what I would do with the feedback in the future. So putting all that into practice, when you receive feedback from others, start with listening. Asking questions to understand more about where they're coming from and say thank you. Because As you may know yourself if you're a leader and you need to provide feedback to team members, it can be hard to let someone know about a blind spot or an area where they're falling short. So it takes a bit of courage to provide feedback sometimes. When you receive this feedback and and ask questions and listen and say thank you, then test it. Then firstly, ask yourself, Why is this person providing me this feedback? Is it to help me or is it for another reason? Secondly, do I trust and respect this person or do my values align with this person who's providing me this offering? And thirdly, what will I do with this feedback? I'll give you three buckets here. First bucket, does it belong in the bin? Does it belong in the I'm not sure yet basket? That may be where you haven't built trust with this person yet. So you may put it aside and wait and see if you um, develop a good relationship with them. Or you hear that feedback from other people and it starts to be a a pattern. And the third bucket is um, something that you will want to take on and do something about. So you've got your three buckets in the bin. Not sure yet um, inbox and something you want to take now and start actioning. So in summary, create your own boundaries around what feedback you will let take space in your thoughts and feelings. Give yourself permission to take it or leave it when it comes to offerings of feedback. And hold feedback a little less lightly than you may have in the past. I definitely held feedback tightly in the past and now I hold it a lot more lightly so that's uh, the podcast for today thanks for listening and I hope this helped even just one aspiring woman leader out there next time I will share another lesson I learned in the corporate world as a woman until then let's get comfortable in our own skin and help others to feel comfortable in theirs too We definitely need more brave-hearted women in leadership positions.